0: Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information about our ministries, head to calvarystgeorges.org. Emmanuel, God with us. This is a promise which rings out through the ages a promise which God has made over and over to his people. God does not leave us alone in the midst of our pain. He is with us and he is for us. This is what we hope for in Advent. In our Old Testament reading today, we meet Ahaz, King of Judah, who is in a bit of a pickle. Actually, he's facing a major national crisis. The two kingdoms north of the kingdom of Judah, Israel and Aram, which is modern-day Syria, have come together to invade Judah. They've circled the wagons, the siege is in place, and it really doesn't look good for Ahaz. And in the midst of all of this, the prophet Isaiah encourages Ahaz to have faith in God. And not just to have faith in him, but to ask him for a sign that he will deliver his kingdom. But Ahaz balks at this. He says, well, well, no, like, isn't it better not to put God to the test? Isn't it better not to ask God for something? And God sees right through this false piety. He longs to prove himself to Ahaz and to the kingdom of Judah. He longs to show his people that he will save them and deliver them. And so God gives Ahaz a sign anyways, even though he doesn't ask for one. Soon, a young woman will give birth to a child. And by the time the child knows the difference between good and evil, Israel and a ram will be deserted. So the child will grow up eating curds and honey, the food of abundance, not the food of scarcity under siege. God will save Ahaz and Judah from this clear and present danger. And this child will be the sign of God's saving presence and of his deliverance. And soon, as the growing Assyrian empire swept through that portion of the world, it conquered and deported the residents of Israel and Aram, but left Judah untouched. Ahaz would be succeeded on his throne by his son Hezekiah, who was a devout in his worship of God and one of the best kings that Judah ever had. God proved himself to a hesitant and skeptical king, God was with Ahaz and the nation of Judah in a moment of great need. Emmanuel, God with us. But honestly, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough that God was present to the nation of Judah in this historical political crisis. Because eventually, Judah rebelled against God and God handed it over to the Babylonians for punishment. This political salvation was temporary, and political salvation is always temporary. We see this in the history of our own nation, if we think back to the Civil War, in a moment when the Union won and the Union was preserved and the freed, the enslaved peoples of the South were freed It felt like a moment of political salvation, and in many ways it was. And yet, as the Reconstruction efforts turned into Jim Crow laws, and the discrimination of the South continued, and in other parts of the country, not just the South, it became very clear that our country needed something more. It needed something to deal with the sin that was at the root of slavery, and at the root of the succession, not just to win the war, and so we know that God always is looking for something deeper than saving us politically. He's looking to save us from our sin. And so there is more to the promise of Emmanuel. God has always had a bigger plan, which he has intended since the creation of the world, a plan which deals with the heart of the problem, with the sin that separates us from him, rather than just with the symptom. And this plan was also hidden in the layers of the prophecy given to Ahaz, though Ahaz himself probably never realized it. In the third century BC, when Jewish scholars were translating the Hebrew scriptures into Greek, for this passage, they chose a very specific word to translate young woman. Instead of using the Greek word that simply means young woman, they chose the Greek word that specifically means virgin. And this revealed another layer of the prophecy that was always there. It wasn't only about the young child born as a sign to King Ahaz. It was also about a child yet to come, a child who would be called Emmanuel a child whose very birth would be a miracle, and who would show us once again that God is with us. And this shows us that God's promises were pointing to something greater than the political salvation of Ahaz. So, in our gospel reading today, we meet Joseph, who's also in a bit of of a pickle, but he's facing a major personal crisis. His fiancé is pregnant, and he's not the father. So now, instead of looking forward to building a family, he's trying to figure out how to divorce her without getting her stoned to death for adultery in the process. But in the midst of all of this, an angel appears to him, and tells him that Mary's pregnancy is a miracle from the Holy Spirit. She hasn't betrayed him. And in an act of deep trust and obedience, Joseph takes her as his wife and thereby claims her child as his child. This child is Emmanuel, God with us, born of the Virgin Mary. But this child is not a sign of political salvation, meant for a single nation facing possible extermination. No, this child is a sign for the people of God that he will save them from their sins. The Jewish people were used to the idea that God with us meant the preservation of their nation state But God wanted so much more for his people and for the whole world. He wanted to reach down into the brokenness of humanity and heal it from the inside out. Human sin has marred our world. Lies destroy our trust in our relationships. Greed creates structures that make the rich richer and the poor poorer. Hatred and contempt create divisions amongst us. And every single one of us is impacted by this. We are all sinners and we are all sinned against. We hurt others and we are hurt by others. There's no escaping it. And this is the world that God sent his son into when Mary gave birth to Jesus in the manger. When we say, Emmanuel, God with us, we say God is right smack dab in the middle of all of this. He is with us in that slightly fraudulent business deal. He is with us in the midst of that painful divorce. He is with us when we binge eat or get drunk Whatever our worst sin or deepest shame is, he is right there with us. And he is not with us in these moments as a buddy or a co-conspirator. His presence does not condone our behavior. No, he is with us because he longs to save us from ourselves and from the mess that we've made of our lives and of the world. And the best way to save us was to come and be with us. Because when he walks with us through the worst decisions of our lives, when we think we've screwed things up beyond repair, he shows us that he loves us. He shows us that he is for us. He shows us that while he is the transcendent, all-powerful God of the universe, he is also intimately involved in the inner workings of our lives, and he is not scared by what he sees there. He's got a plan to forgive our sins and heal our wounds, a plan that he's been announcing through the prophets for hundreds of years. And that plan takes the form of a little baby in the manger. The baby Jesus, who will grow up and live life as a human being in a world marred just like ours. And will do so without sin. And when he is crucified on the cross, death will not be able to hold him. He will rise again. And through his life, death and resurrection, he will save us and save our world from our sins. So during Advent, we remember and reflect on why we need God with us. We confess our sin and acknowledge the brokenness of our world. We do this because it prepares our hearts for the message of Christmas. Emmanuel, God with us in the midst of everything. Amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, produced and recorded at the parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of our parish, we would really appreciate it. You can make a one-time or recurring gift by going to calvarystgeorges.org/ give. Thank you for your support.